Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Brett Schwartz on the line, and he's the founder over at Capital Gains Tax Solutions. Brett, welcome to the show. Adam, thanks for having me. So, Brett, I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Capital Gains Tax Solutions and how you're helping your clients. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Yes, I grew up in the Bay Area, Mission San Jose, Fremont, in California. And I learned the sticks and bricks behind real estate with my dad, who was a uh, an entrepreneur and developer for single-family high-end homes and owned uh, real estate and rentals all of my life. So that was the introduction. And then I went into college, studied business, and as a part of that, I took an internship at a company called Marcus and Millichap, where we helped we learned how to help people buy and sell commercial property. Uh, mainly, I focused on apartment complexes, which was the focus. And so that was my introduction to real estate entrepreneurship and business, and along the lines, learned uh, learned a few uh, different strategies for tax deferral. That's awesome. And you know, there's some people listening to the show right now. Maybe they're just getting started in their career, or they're you know a year or so out of college, and they're thinking about a career in real estate. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that new person that's just kind of testing the waters? Absolutely. Uh, Dive in, and and you know I spent uh, the first two years. They say when you walk into Marcus and Millichap, maybe for any commercial real estate firm, is you, you may or may not make a make a, a dollar, but the education you'll learn will will last a lifetime, and that's really the the truth of what uh, what I went through. And then the fact was, I, 2008 is kind of when I got started, and everything kind of hit the fan. But I just I stayed with it, and I loved it, and I had a passion for it, and I got to learn from some of the best in the business. Of how to underwrite properties and how to how to communicate, how to present uh, analysis on 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 the commercial real estate deal. So so go for it, dive in and do the best you can to be full time in it by keeping your expenses low, and and do whatever whatever it takes. Part of my journey was I saw about 50 or 60 guys leave within the first you know three to five months, and I stuck it for five years even though it was it was you know people see me now, but I say in the beginning it was making next to zero, and a lot of people were struggling during that time, but but if you, if you love the business and you have a passion for it and you have good mentors, then it's uh, dive in and go for it, especially when you're young and when you don't have the uh, the kids and family and bigger obligations. That's awesome. Uh, let's switch it up a bit, Brett. Let's get more into what you're doing over at um, Capital Gains Tax Solutions. So first, tell me a little bit more about the business, please. Yeah, so most high net worth individuals, especially if they own commercial real estate, a business, or high end primary home, they struggle with capital gains tax, Adam, somewhere between 30 and 50% of their gain being wiped out by cap gains tax and depreciation recapture. Well, we use a deferred sales trust, which is just an, a, an installment sale, it's a manufactured installment sale, to give tax deferral, liquidity, diversification, and the best part, what I think about it as a commercial real estate background and broker, um, is the ability to to go buy back into commercial real estate at optimal timing, all tax deferred without using a 1031 exchange so that um, our clients and also our partners can help their clients create and preserve more wealth. 
That's awesome. And so, you know, not everybody, not everybody listening may know what, you know, if you're, if you're just in your first, you know, your first property and you're thinking about selling it, or maybe you, you haven't really gone through a 1031 exchange or anything else of that nature. Let's get a little bit more into that just so that, you know, everybody listening is on the same page. Yeah. So a 1031 exchange is a tax referral um, um, strategy and, and, and it's based upon IRC 1031. It's a section of the tax code, which allows investment real estate owners to sell their property and trade it for like-kind investment real estate as long as it's equal or greater value within 180 days. And therefore, they defer that 30 to 50 percent of gain and depreciation or capture, which, which we talked about. And so it's a good strategy. But unfortunately, it has a couple holes. Um, and the holes are that it, it creates a, a window or what I have to call the sell high, buy higher 180 days later, especially if you're anywhere in California um, or, or any of the coastal states where, where real estate is very, very highly appreciated and there's very low inventory to find. And so when you go to sell, what you want to do is you want to sell high and buy low. But with the 1031, you're selling high and oftentimes 180 days later, again, you're buying higher. And why are you doing that? Well, uh, lower inventory, but also sometimes interest rates are going up. And so you're, buy you're buying at a at a higher interest rate, and you're probably maybe buying at a lower cap rate, which means your returns are smaller. So the first thing is timing, and timing is everything in real estate. And if we can eliminate the, the, the timing restriction, which you can with the Deferred Sales Trust, you, it gives you a significant competitive advantage to create and preserve more wealth. The second thing has to do with debt. Okay, so in a 1031, because of the equal and greater value, oftentimes it means you're taking on as much or more debt on your uplake. So let's just say you sell a $5 million deal, uh, Adam, tomorrow and you had $2 million in debt, well, you can buy another $5 million deal, but you may, you may, only, you may only find a 6 or $7 million deal, which means you're taking on more debt. And that's part of what happened in the 08 run-up and which led to the, uh, to the launch of this company because people didn't feel like they had options. You know, they felt like they had to buy something in 05, 06, 07, and, often, and a lot of them overpaid. And some of them lost everything because they, they brought on what's called dumb debt meaning they overpaid for a property that they, they, knew, they knew they were buying at the peak. Uh, they took on too much debt. There wasn't a value-add forced depreciation opportunity, and they ended up getting hammered when the market shifted. And uh, the deferred sales trust solved that in that you only move the proceeds into the trust. And so uh, the debt is paid off at closing. The proceeds are sitting in the trust. And now you're in a tax deferral state, like to say, um, you know, your cash is on the sidelines. The third other challenge has to do with depreciation. Now, depreciation items is one of the number one reasons to own commercial real estate. Why? Because it gives you a chance to offset the income that's coming in, and therefore, let's say you receive $100, but you can offset uh, $15 or $20 of that. Uh, you're only being taxed on that uh, you know, $75 or $80. So that's key. But with a 1031 exchange, eventually, if you own long enough and done multiple 1031 exchanges, your depreciation runs out, which means you're getting taxed for every dollar that's coming in. So enter the 1031 exchange, you can exchange to a bigger property, but the key is you have to buy even a bigger property to get more depreciation. Whereas the deferred sales trust is not the case. You can actually move the funds into the trust, buy that same deal tomorrow, and get a full depreciation schedule. And so we're giving people back more depreciation with the trust. So I'm going to pause there because you might have some questions. So uh, when, once the assets are in the trust, uh, what, what kind of things can the investor invest in now? Great question. So unlike a 1031 exchange, the funds don't have to be put into like-kind real estate in a short period of time. In fact, it, it can go into stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, a conservative portfolio of liquid investments. It can be in insurance products. Uh, but the best part, I think, is the ability to go back into commercial real estate at, of your own deals or other syndicators who or operators that have deals. 
um, or a new business venture or a ground-up development. Um, a little rule there is only 80% of the funds, the other 20% has, has to stay in liquid diversified securities, but for 80% of the funds, let's use a $10 million example, that $8 million can be used as a down payment to go buy a $15 million deal or to fund uh, multiple syndication deals. And what I like about, best about this, Adam, is the ability to diversify within your commercial real estate holdings. Right now, especially if you own in California, you're faced with a 1031, which means you're probably trading one property and one product type and one geographical location for one property, one product type, and one, one other geographical location. So you're not diversified as much as you could be, meaning you can put it into, let's say, uh, eight different syndication deals in eight different geographical locations within the U.S. with eight different operators with all different track records. And some of them might be ground-up development. Some of them might be mobile home parks. Some of them might be multifamily value-add, retail. But the point is you're diversifying across multiple product types within the commercial real estate world, which is my favorite part, especially in today's environment where, as, as I think most would agree, it's a seller's market. Fantastic. So, Brett, if somebody's listening to this and they want to learn more about the Deferred Sales Trust or also um, your company, Capital, Gain, um, uh, Capital Gains Tax Solutions, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yeah, so capitalgainstaxsolutions.com is the best way to reach out. You can schedule a one-on-one call, and also you can set up a uh, you can you can submit uh, 12 questions on our DST calculator, which will give a side-by-side comparison for pay the tax, not pay the tax. Um, YouTube, Bigger Pockets, LinkedIn, same thing. Search all of Capital Gains Tax Solutions and Brett Swartz, and um, we can connect there. Fantastic. Well, Brett, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, teaching us more about your background and also uh, different tax solutions there um, and with the Deferred Sales Trust. And to the audience, as always, appreciate you tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Brett, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.